And so every day it's like I see people succeeding and just being themselves. And I think that's so encouraging. I am here with Nicolette Longers, and she's a creative business coach that helps people start profitable, unique, creative businesses. Thank you. And tell us a little bit about what brought you to this point. Like, how did you get started in being a guiding light for other creatives? Um, Well, it's a long story. Um, Do you want the long version or the... Sure. Well, the way, way back or just the recent? We have a few minutes, so why not? <laughs> okay, so I'll try to keep it brief. Um, so I started my um, journey long ago uh, when I went to college. I didn't know what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be. I thought maybe I wanted to do something in international business, and so that's what I first majored in, and I realized that wasn't for me. I ended up majoring in art. So I got degrees in studio art and graphic design. And this was before social media, so um, that wasn't really a big thing. It wasn't a thing at all back then. Um, But I knew that I just could not, I was not going to be able to be an artist. Um, I was just like a really creative person, um, but I wasn't going to be able to be an artist every day. That just wasn't for me. Um, I knew I wanted to help people, but I wasn't sure how I was going to do that um, with an art degree. So I found art therapy. So I went to uh, graduate school, got my art therapy degree and um, my master's in counseling. Um, And I thought, well, this would be perfect for a creative person who wants to help people. I'll put these two things together. Um, And that didn't turn out the way I wanted um, or the way I thought it was going to turn out. Um, I ended up working in social services and I wasn't really making much money at all. it, and I wasn't helping people the way that I wanted to help them. So um, after having kids and um, moving from different jobs, trying to find the right thing, I just kept thinking, I'm such a creative person, and I really have this desire and this um, this ability to help people. There's got to be something else that's right for me to do. Um, so I took, I did take some time off after having kids, and I did some things that really – um, I worked in a grocery store. I did thing, you know, I took part-time jobs. I took minimum wage jobs. And for somebody with a master's degree, that seems crazy. People were like, are you crazy? What are you, why are you doing this? Um, so I kind of took that, you know, that, um, illustration of what success looks like. And instead of going like this, it has all those loop-de-loops. Um, it it doesn't go in a straight line. I forgot this is a podcast. I shouldn't be using my hands, but, um, uh, I took a lot of loops in my uh, journey and eventually I thought, well, I'll be a, a life coach. So I started life coaching um, and I was attracting all of these creative people. The people who wanted to work with me were not just people who needed help in their lives. They were um, photographers and makers and crafters. Every single person that I talked to was unsatisfied with their job and wanted to do something creative. So that is what brought me to where I am now, helping people through starting businesses and using their creativity to do something that they're actually really passionate about. So that's how I came to this this title of creative business coach. 
So being someone who has had a lot of like tangible hands-on like creative experience like in the past, mm-hmm. would, you, would you say that you're like a pretty like physical person in that sense, like with your creativity? Yeah. Yeah. I've done so many different things, you know, and I never, I, I always wondered why don't I have just one thing that I'm really, really good at. I was like, I was good at a lot of different things and never just like one of those things. So anything I tried, I was good at, but not just one particular thing. I think that's the creative way though, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I was even yeah. Someone about this this morning. It's 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 so hard to say. Okay, I'm going to amalgamate everything and be the expert of this one thing. And it's like if you're really creative, it's it, that's it's impossible. Like it's just yeah. it, it makes me even to think about my own website, my own <laughs> offering system. It makes me feel kind of depleted to think about just doing one focus. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It's crazy. So. I, why I brought that up about the physical aspect of of art and and creating, um, a lot of uh, and me especially, but I know that a lot of entrepreneurs like we find that you know being very very creative, we have a hard time kind of getting into the intangible space like online and kind of wrapping our mind around making money with the intangibles, right? Because we're very I wouldn't say that we're grounded, but like we love that physical grounding aspect of creation, right? And the online world is very much airy, <laughs> a yes. little bit airy for us sometimes. So. How has that been for you, like kind of navigating that world and has it worked out? Do you find that you still have trouble with that? Like what, how do you feel about the intangible versus the tangible? It is, it is a different thing that I had to get used to. I had to learn a lot about and, and learn from other people who were um, successful at it um, because it's a, it takes a lot of creativity um, in the online space, but it's a different kind of creativity that we, like you said, we don't always um, access. But once you kind of get started in it and you start to see like how it works and how things come together, um, it it opens that other part of your creativity in your brain and, and it becomes really exciting. I think I've really started enjoying it so much instead of being kind of scared of it or making it making me feel less confident um so it's really something i enjoy now and i love learning it's always changing um so i love learning about it constantly it's it's interesting because if you think about like the artist at home with their with their canvas right it's very like Mm -hmm. inner work you know what I mean? Right. Like you're working, it's, sh- it's like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's like, you're like creating for yourself and it's like a beautiful thing and all that stuff. So the, the other interesting thing though, is when you're creating online, right? Like I always try to tell people, always create for yourself first, no matter if you're even creating a program, right? Because then it'll really be your best work. But there always is like that element of creating for the masses too right mm-hmm. like like it's not just you and a little painting that's going to hang on your wall it's really about like you um helping and touching people's lives like all over the world so there there is totally different energy there and i always like to ask creative people like you know how do you feel that you navigate that right because it's it's a different ball game and i know mm-hmm. that for me um especially when i went from specifically well you know what i will say though too like the internet kind of came at a time where I, before that I was like very physical with everything. Then the internet kind of came and I was like, okay, now it's time to like, you know, 
kind of change our processes, right? But um, I definitely found it was tricky for me at the beginning, um, navigating the waters of the different type of process that it was. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to you, like in your everyday life, do you still find that you're still very making like, you know, the hands-on physical creations every day? Or do you feel like when you're out there and you're online, you, you also, you know, would put that under the category of creations? Yeah, I feel like I'm still very hands-on creative, even though it is a lot of what I do is on the computer. Um, picking out photos or taking my own photos, um, it, it used to really wear me out and drain me. And I've gotten to the point where I understand it better and it really energizes me. So um, uh, things like that. And just writing my posts, I have such a flow when I write posts and uh, when I talk to people online. Um, I still do physical things, um, the cooking and watercolor and all the things that I've been into before. Um, I still do those things too. But um, once I really understood how creative you can be, like you said, for yourself online, even with marketing and stuff, it's, it's so much more enjoyable um, when you learn how to do that. It's such a different process thinking about, because marketing alone is like, it's not, it's creative, but it's like a whole other headspace than just right. creating something. So, yeah. but it's so interesting, you know, to think about marketing as now, not just marketing for your ideal client, right? Which hopefully was you a few years ago, but mm -hmm. not just marketing for your ideal client, but now creating those marketing pieces and marketing tools, like, to be the pieces that you would be wowed by. You know what I mean? Like, like right. creating it like for you. And that's a whole different idea of the type of work that like so many people are out there doing right now. There's so many people out there right now, like creating marketing pieces and campaigns for who they think is their ideal client and what they want. But what if they totally switched it around for them, right? It would be way more powerful. And, right. <laughs> and most likely it would be, someone more like yourself and some, or the past you, you, like you said, you a few years ago or something, you would be marketing towards them. And, um, and, and you're right. You know, I, I talk to, um, to people who are trying to market their creative work and they, um, they're like, well, I'm not a very good salesperson or, you know, I don't know how to market on social media. And it's really so much more about, um, on social media, it's so much more about just telling a story and with your, with your imagery and your writing um, or however you choose to do it. Um, it, it isn't a big scary thing. It's, it's your story. What do you think is the, the hottest thing for like social media right now for somebody that is a creative that's wanting to get out their stuff? Now I know you're probably gonna be like, well, Pinterest or like Instagram, but what I'm kind of getting at is like, what do you think is like the best route for people to go? Like, is it more of a storytelling process? Is it more of like a visual image experience? Like what, what do you think? The biggest thing that I'm seeing right now that I really um, try to educate people about is, um, is it's storytelling, but it's context. So I see people um, who are really successful. They're marketing their work in in a context that is relatable to their customer's life. So 
um, just examples of that um, are an artist who is just posting a picture of their painting versus an artist who is styling a room around their painting and putting their painting up on a wall so that someone can see into this style and this room and this lifestyle. And that's the kind of context that I'm talking about. Um, or much more about an experience like every single day. Yes, exactly. I try to tell people, you know, put it, put it in a context for them so we can see it. You know, if I'm just looking at your, a picture of your painting, I don't see myself owning that painting. I don't see myself in a room where that painting would exist. I don't see myself in a, in an environment where I would be around something beautiful like that. So it's putting your, your, um, your customer in, in that room, in that environment with your work. I love that. Like, just like, that's a great perspective because it's, it's not just about the thing. It's about how the thing affects your life and how the thing could affect their life and change their life and change their whole experience, right? So, um, and I'm even just thinking about looking at my Starbucks cup right now, you know, and I'm just thinking about how, why I like Starbucks. And I don't like Star, I'm not even a coffee, like, I don't love coffee, but I like the <laughs> idea of a fancy coffee drink. You know what I mean? Like, I love the idea of like a very specialty, customized, creative drink and I really think that that's why years ago like I started loving Starbucks because of the customizability and because of the experience that they were selling to me like if I wanted to get like creative and swanky and feel like you know downtown in a city like uh, like that's what I'd feel like at a a coffee shop right if I'm gonna go to like Joe's coffee where it's just like like, the dirty old mug it's just like I'm Uh not feeling inspired and I'm not feeling creative (laughs) right um, tell me on that note, tell me like what kind of things you love or like what kind of things you do to like keep the creativity and inspiration like high. Um, let's see. What do I do personally? I don't know. I mean, lately I've just been so inspired um, by my business that my writing has just been flowing so much. I just have, Um, I think my reason why I even have this business, it just motivates me and keeps me inspired. Um, just to be an entrepreneur and just like, so grateful and, um, blessed that I, that I have been able to do this. So that is one thing that really inspires me just knowing, oh, and also helping people is, um, if I'm, if I know I'm writing and my writing is going to touch somebody or help somebody, um, that really inspires me. I think that inspires me more than anything else. So you're a mom mm-hmm. to three kids. Yes. Three soon to be four. And so as in a, like, there's a lot of moms out there that are entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. How has that affected you? Like, are there days where you're like, I'm giving up? <laughs> or, like, or is that a motivation? Like, or is it changing every day? So um, my oldest is nine. Um, and it took me several years to really, I guess, take myself seriously as an entrepreneur. There was a lot of years where I just, I said yes to everything. I didn't um, have boundaries around what I wanted to do for me. 
Um, and so that made it so much harder though. That was the time when I had days where I'm like, I can't do this. This is just not working out. And I, a lot of times I would just give up on some of the things that I started. <clears throat> but once I made the decision, um, you know, I just kept having more kids and, and it was like, well, if I thought this was hard before, you know, I just, one day I just kind of sat with myself. I'm like, this isn't going to get any easier. It's not going to get um, any easier to say no. It's not going to be any easier to have a business. So if I'm serious about this, I need to set myself up so that my business is um, a priority. Um, and that in turn makes my kids my priority because I'm not just doing this for me. It benefits them. Totally. <clears throat> Um, so I had to let go of guilt. Of course, that's a huge thing that moms have to do is just let go of guilt and set up those boundaries. I have my youngest, um, in a part-time preschool, which has helped tremendously. That's something I was so resistant to for a long time because I thought I should be able to somehow work while <laughs> they're next to me and that some people can do that, but I could not. So I had to say no this is, this is actually going to benefit both of us. Um, and it has, and it's been a great thing for me to just say no to certain things and yes to other things and get my priorities straight. So, um, yeah. being a mom and having more kids has only motivated me more in my business. It's interesting to see everybody's like thought process <laughs> when it comes to why they want to do things and, and the reasons behind it. And then also coming to terms with, you know, making those decisions for themselves because, you know, it's interesting, right? And I, and I'm not a mother myself, but you know, I have a, definitely a few mother friends and especially online and all that kind of stuff. And it's interesting that mothers often have very strong ideas about how they want to do things from that moment on, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, as things happen, <laughs> you do have to evolve and, and kind of grow and morph and change. And so what you said was actually quite perfect because you know there could be a lot of mothers listening that are like no like I want to be that mother that has the child by my side like doing the work I can still concentrate the child will be crying all that kind of stuff but you know what it's like you know you get to that point and you have that experience and you're like well what is actually best for all of us does that mean today daycare does that mean having uh, a, a nanny or something like that. Right. So, right. But, uh, and that's part of the whole creative process too, right? It's like, you know, trying new things, adapting, um, changing it up, all that kind of stuff. Right. So, um, how have you really taken the idea of you can create your life in every single moment, um, to the next level for you? I set my intentions every day to create the life that I want. So like I said before, saying no to a lot of things so that I can say yes to um, the things that are important um, is, is how I do that. Um, I'm 35 and um, a couple of years ago, I just decided I wasn't going to wait any longer. I wasn't going to get any younger. So um, every day I just make sure that what I do is aligned with my goals. Um <clears throat> because um, I'm getting older and life is short and I want my life to be what I dream of and not just what I kind of expect the world to give me. And so what kind of life are you creating in the moment? Like what is the, the dream slash in the making <laughs> situation that you are creating for yourself? 
the the dream for me is just to be an entrepreneur and um, be my own boss. And um, I make my own schedule and, um, and I, I don't really have like, like really set expectations for what I give my kids. I, I just sort of um, live my best life for me so that they can see that that's what I'm doing and they can do that for themselves. I don't do it so that they can have this like amazing life. They're responsible for that when the time comes. So um, that's really I, kind of my dream. <laughs> the big dream is so um, you're, you're doing the, the freedom to inspire them in a way, right? Like not just right. for you, but to inspire others and your children. Right. Um, I think that that's like really, really cool. And, you know, there's so many women now that are kind of, maybe they were quiet and meek before in a sense, but like something's been going on with the feminine consciousness the past mm-hmm. like number of years. And there's so many women that are just like, you know, totally breaking out of their shell and standing up and standing out and saying like, no, I want something different. And it's also tricky in a way because I'm hosting this challenge right now and someone actually um, did a video about this in the challenge. And it was that one of their biggest fears was that other people were going to judge them for their transformation. And I Mm -hmm. totally get that, right? Like, I mean, I totally understand that, you know, we are a certain type of person or a certain image to people like for years, especially friends and family, you know, growing up. And then if you kind of come to a transformative moment or make that like, you know, whatever that, that leap or that quantum leap, do you think that it's really people judging you or do you think that it's really us judging ourselves, thinking people are going to judge us? (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I think it's us judging ourselves. Um, I really don't think that people have ever judged me the way that I thought they were. And when you were, you just said people, uh, women who are quiet and meek. I mean, that really describes me because I'm more of a subtle personality. I'm not somebody who's like really outgoing or extroverted. Um, I'm an introvert. And so to, to think several years ago for me to think like I was going to be like this business person and like selling to people or um, teaching other people how to sell things. I would never have thought that that was possible for me, even if I had wanted it. So um, one of the things that, that really helped me was, was learning how to understand that, or I'm sorry, understanding that we can have whatever we want, regardless of our personality, that there's a way to, to use our natural gifts and our natural tendency to get what we want um, and to have the life that we want. We created ourselves. Um, It doesn't have to be the way somebody else has done it. It doesn't have to be the way, um, I don't know, men have done it, you know, but years ago, when I thought of business, you know, you think of a man in a business suit 15, 20 years ago, and that's not, that's not the way it is now. The world has changed so much. Absolutely. You know, even 10 or ago like being an entrepreneur like out of the womb um Mm. but you know having my first businesses when I was kind of like 20 21 I I idolized like the business person like Bob Proctor or Mm -hmm. like it's the suit in a sense right because in my mind at that time I don't think I was as aware and I have to say though too like spirituality has really definitely like opened up like for people you know in the past like number of years but I never imagined that 
the spiritual creative entrepreneur um, could be like the million dollar maker. It was always like the suit. You know what I mean? And like it had that kind of like, I don't know. I, I don't even want to say like successful um, vibe to it. It doesn't feel good right. now. It sure doesn't. But um, it's just interesting like how our, our vision, our, our, our perception of, of people and things and, um, you know, how things work until we find out more, right? So how has, for you, like how has your mindset as the whole kind of online world has been changing over these past couple of years, how has your mindset and the way that you want to show up been changing? Um, it just went, it makes me so much more, at, at first I was, I was scared to show up authentically, but that's, um, it makes me want to be more authentic now. Cause we can, you know, as women, we can communicate with each other so much easier and it's so much easier to talk about these kinds of things. And when you were, you know, in the past, if you were just in the workplace, you couldn't really speak authentically. That wasn't a thing. It was professional and, um, you would have to speak to a boss or you would, you know, they would teach us how to speak professionally <laughs> to each other. And that was how you moved up in the world. Um, but we can be so much more authentic online and um, make, um, make an impact and we can have businesses on our own. Um, um, and I just get more and more inspired with being online the more that I see it. I love it. You're reminding me of, I don't know how this popped in, but a conversation I was having with someone like eight years ago. And I said to them, I don't know what to do. I just want to have a business where I can wear yoga pants every day. <laughs> Here yeah. I am in yoga pants every day or pajamas, whatever. That's the new business attire <laughs> for people online. And, you know, it's just so interesting because like we've got to this point in life where it's just like, you know what? paint the picture of what you want. Cause like, even though you do not understand how it's going to happen for you, like mm -hmm. it can happen. If you only right. wear yoga pants, like you can find something that you're really, really good at and be able to do it in yoga pants. Um, if you want to be like out there, like rocking the suit, like obviously that's an, another thing, right? Like you can do it. Um, what was something that you always kind of held in your mind? Like even growing up, that was something that you wanted to do and who you wanted to be like, just kind of an essence or a part of it. You know, I always wanted to have my own business and I had no idea how I was going to do that. Um, and, and for a long time, I sort of shut that out or put it like in the back of my mind because of what we were talking about before the ideal of what a business is or what it looks like, like an office and staplers and copy machine and stuff like that. Like that's what kind of the idea of business. And so I, and then um, as you, you know, what I thought about business and like marketing for like a corporation is, is different than the kind of marketing that we do. Um, I just thought I wasn't going to be good at that. Um, and I thought that I could not do that because of who I was. Um, so, uh, what's the question? I'm blanking. Oh, just about like the, the essence that you always kind of held, like in your mind, oh, yeah. the idea of something that you always wanted to be. Yeah. So yeah, I, I always wanted to have a business. And then even, even in college and graduate school, I was always like, I do not want to work nine to five. Like even I went through three years of graduate school, knowing that I was going to graduate with this degree that would, that I would have to get a job and work regular hours. And I, I became a mom in graduate school. I had my first baby. Um, and 
it, it was depressing. I got pretty depressed about it because I kept thinking, what am I doing? I'm like, I, I can't have this like nine to five job. Um, but I tried to do it anyway. I tried to like force myself into that box, um, which made me even more depressed. So, um, uh, you know, I always knew that I wasn't going to, that I had, that I was going to do something different, that I wasn't going to be able to fit in a box. And I tried and tried and tried. And eventually, um, I hit kind of my tipping point of, of these, of trying to, force myself to be something that I'm not. Um, and that's kind of when I, um, decided to do what I'm doing now and really commit to it actually. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> well, that's really, really interesting because, you know, as you had said before, like you were doing kind of different jobs, kind of finding your way, you know, like a little bit confused, right? Like everybody's mm-hmm. kind of through a time like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's really important for like everybody to know that, you know what, even if you hold this ideal in your mind at the moment to be like, say, you know, uh, uh, an artist that's making a million dollars a painting, you know, don't lose that idea. I mean, it's okay if you have other jobs that necessarily aren't connected to that, right? right. Like sometimes we just need to go through stepping stone periods or, or self kind of realization periods or even just um, times where we give our mind a break and do something mindless, it actually is more beneficial than, than a lot of people think. Right. So, you know, you really took a, a, like whatever path you took to get to this point. Um, but it's really cool that you've got to it now and have realized that you really do have the own, your own personal power to be able to help other creatives do amazing things too. Right. So. Yeah. And I will say that every job that I took, every project that I tried, um, every, um, sort of hobby business that I started in the past has only informed my work more for the best. It is only making me better at what I do now. And I didn't understand that back then, but I do now. I can see how um, when I wanted to be a caterer, what I researched all of the business um information about that or when I um, had an Etsy shop and I can um, help people with that or when I was um, trying to have a therapy practice uh, it was just like all of these different things that I thought were um, I, I thought in my mind were failures that I was like failing at these things when really I was just gaining all of the experience that I needed to do what I do now um, so everything works out worked out in my favor I and I believe that for everyone Um, even if it was something that doesn't seem related that I didn't like, it was just showing me what I wanted instead of what I was doing. I absolutely have been a big believer that all the things that I've done, uh, you know, were, was me wanting to see if I really enjoyed them and successes, some of them weren't, but to my family, it was like, what is she doing now? But like, (laughs) it was like, I wanted to make an educated decision based on like, did I love that? okay, it's good that I didn't because mm-hmm. I know now and I, I'm not going to be thinking about that like, you know, years from now would that have worked out? I always wanted to make sure that I had tried all the things so that I just felt complete like in that sense, right? right? Yes, exactly. Although you might be navigating the waters now and what you're doing this day is not going to be probably the same as what you're doing in two years. It's going to change a little bit, right? But it's just so important to try things. It's just like mm-hmm. just where it all starts, right? It's where the stepping stones start. So um, thank you so much for your time. I want to ask you one more question, though. What do you okay. think your personal magic, your creative magic really is? My creative magic 
is helping people pull all of those experiences and skills and talents and natural gifts that they've had and um, whatever they think is their um, their flaw or their weakness. I don't really believe in weaknesses. I think everything is um, kind of culminates into what you're what you're supposed to be doing. My creative magic is helping people understand that and see that. <laughs>